Welcome to TED In Your Head, the 10-minute podcast created exclusively to help you eliminate bad habits and success-limiting fears and beliefs so that you too can win at life and business. Your host is Ted Moreno, certified hypnotherapist and high-performance coach. On this show, we tackle the trash and talk some truth to transform your mind. Let's check it out and welcome your host, Ted Moreno. Greetings and welcome to another episode of the Ted in Your Head podcast. I am your host, Ted Moreno, certified hypnotherapist, high-performance coach, helping people to get over and release whatever is holding them back. And there are so many things that can hold us back. Bad thinking, bad habits, bad programming, what I like to call programming. This is where you have beliefs that aren't helpful to your health, happiness, and success. Um, Today, we're going to be talking about depression, uh, another thing that can hold us back from from doing the things that we want to do or feeling the way that we want to feel. So um, I work in all these areas uh, as far as helping my clients. And if uh, if you want to have a conversation, I'll tell you how to get in touch with me at the end of today's podcast. But for now, let's let's get into today's show. And, and we're going to talk about depression. And the motivation for doing this podcast today uh, came from an article that I read in a magazine I subscribed to um, called The Sun. And the name of the article is called Parting the Clouds, an interview with Charles Rayson on the new treatments for depression. So Charles Rayson, I believe I'm pronouncing his last name correctly, is a professor of psychiatry and human ecology at the University of Wisconsin-Madison. And I found this uh, article very, very interesting, um, first and foremost, because so many of my clients come to me um, challenged by depression. I would say well over 60 or 70 percent of the people that, that call me that I, that I work with uh, have some sort of depression that they'd like to uh, get rid of. And so a lot of the information I'll relate to you came from this article, and, and a lot of it is information that I already knew. But one of the things that I found very interesting uh, in this article is that mental illness, I guess, to many psychiatrists is still very much a mystery. Um, it's not fully understood what mental illness is or why it happens, okay? Particularly when it comes to depression. Um, The main arsenal that uh, doctors use, psychiatrists use, um, for depression is the drugs, drugs and medication. And even the uh, prescription of medication to people is challenging. Not all medications work for all people. Um, And 25% of people that suffer from depression actually do worse on medication. And so it's no wonder that so many people are hesitant to go on on medication. Um, And the other thing about depression is that there's not one thing wrong with people that are depressed. So if someone has an infection, it's, it's easy to identify that infection and say, oh, well, this is the infection. And Here's the antibiotic we want to use for that infection, but it's not the same with depression. Depression shows up in very, very many different ways to different people. 
When some people are depressed, they sleep a lot. When others are depressed, they can't sleep. When some people are depressed, they eat a lot. Others totally lose their appetite. So it's a, it's a difficult thing to, to diagnose. Another interesting thing I found in this article is that depression is not a modern phenomenon. So we think depression is kind of a, a result of our modern day lifestyle, but it's not. It's very, very ancient. Okay, so um, it goes way, way back. And uh, it has become much more common since the 1990s, and depression has become much more chronic. And I think it's easy to see how depression can be a major problem today with, uh, with the pandemic and people isolated from their loved ones, uh, the loss of jobs and income, as well as, of course, the loss of uh, family members and friends that have succumbed to the illness, um, the fear of getting sick, all really lead to uh, an increased incidence of uh, depression. So this article went on to talk about some very interesting things, things that I found very interesting. And one of the things that I found most interesting is that there is a lot of research being done into the use of psychedelic drugs uh, to help people uh, with depression with some really good results. Psychedelics such as psilocybin, ayahuasca, and other types of hallucinogens. Now, I want to mention, I want to be very clear about this, that I am not advocating the use of psychedelics, and I am not saying you should go out and find some magic mushrooms and take them to cure your depression. The research being done is research done in clinical trials under very controlled conditions uh, with uh, substances that are very, very rigidly controlled. So I just want to make that that point very, very clearly. But the article does uh, discuss some success that's been found in the use of these, what, what some people call plant medicines, for the treatment of depression. And of course, the use of these uh, hallucinogens go back far, far, far 500,000s of years back. Also, spiritual practices like meditation. Um, there is research to show that regular meditation, in particular, compassion meditation. So meditation that focuses on feeling compassionate uh, to other beings as well as to yourself. There's research that shows that this has been very effective in helping people with depression. Also, I found it very interesting that fasting, not eating, fasting for periods of time can help. Something called hyperthermia or warming of the body. So we know how, how good it feels to be out in the sun. You know, it's, it's, we get a feeling of well-being having the sunshine on us. And we know that people respond very negatively to not having sunlight. People in the northern climes climates where the uh, days are very, very short and the nights are very, very long, actually have to have artificial light prescribed to them, uh, or they will suffer from what is known as SAD, seasonal affective disorder. So hyperthermia, warming the body, uh, one of the most common um, practices is the sweat lodge, getting into a sweat lodge, and you know, where you sweat. So these kind of traditional type of treatments for depression were, were discussed in, in this article. And I found that incredibly interesting because these are not things that we take advantage of anymore. And I think one of the most important things that was discussed in this article is our separation from nature. This is something that I've talked about in previous podcasts that I think is very, very important. 
As modern day humans, we are so separated from nature. There was a time not too long ago, I would say within the past hundred years, where a large part of the population was outside every day, uh, working on a farm, milking cows, um, doing physical labor. Um, and if you certainly, if you did work on a farm, you were, you know, you had to understand, you had to be clear about how nature worked and, and the seasons and how to work with the seasons to grow crops or, or to raise livestock. And, you know, if you're not getting out every day, taking a walk or hiking, then you're really separated from nature. And many times, even when we go on vacation to a natural place, you know, we spend a lot of time just indoors, kind of just looking out the window at nature. So separation from nature plays a large part. And I've always believed this plays a large part in the uh, high incidence uh, of depression. The article also goes on to discuss that, of course, medication for depression is very helpful. And I myself know many people whose lives have been changed dramatically for the better after going on antidepressant medication. I know that everybody has their own thoughts and ideas about it, but for many people who just can't seem to escape the the prison of depression, medication has allowed them to really lead healthier and happier lives. But of course, um, antidepression meds don't work for everybody. For many people, uh, they have to try uh, one or two or three different types of medications before they find the right one. The article suggests that uh, if you haven't been able to find success in more than a couple of medications, and most likely uh, medications not going to work for you. This is what it said in the article. And of course, there's other um, more extreme treatments for depression too. Uh, electroshock therapy, which does have some uh, effectiveness. So I just wanted to share with you uh, this article that I read. If you look me up on Facebook, I've posted the article on my uh, professional page, Ted A. Moreno, Certified Hypnotherapist. But if you go search for it, if you just search for uh, Parting the Clouds, um, an interview with Charles Rayson, R-A-I-S-O-N, on the new treatments for depression, you'll find that article. I highly recommend you read it if you're interested in depression. So get outside, get in the sun, connect with nature. Find a sweat lodge. I've been in a few of them, and they're really, really powerful rituals. Definitely get exercise. That will help. And uh, on your own, explore these experimental treatments. They may have some value for you, and uh, maybe you can get on on some clinical trials and, and see how that works. And if all else fails, there is no shame in exploring antidepression medication for depression. A lot of people uh, try St. John's wort first, which is, a, which is an herb, which is shown to be helpful in treatment of depression. I'm not a doctor. I want to make that very clear, but there's a, a, lots of information on how to treat depression. So if that's something you need, um, there's a lot of information out there. Of course, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that in my job as a hypnotherapist, I work with a lot of people that have depression. And there's so many different levels of depression. There's people that are very clinically depressed and disabled by depression. There's people that kind of depression comes and goes. 
Hypnotherapy can be effective in treating a depression in certain instances, not all. And if that's something you're interested in, you can give me a call. Go to my website, tedmoreno.com. I offer a complimentary half-hour phone consultation. We could talk about if hypnotherapy might be right for your particular situation. Tedinyourhead.com is my webpage. Uh, You can see previous, uh, previous episodes of my podcast. And of course, I'm available out there, available for you to say hi on all the usual social media platforms. So get a chance, stop by and say hello. Let me leave you with a quote by Ned Vizzini, an author who said, sometimes I just think depression's one way of coping with the world. Like some people get drunk, some people do drugs, some people get depressed because there's so much stuff out there that you have to do something to deal with it. I think that's a very, very interesting quote because they also discuss in the article that I I described to you how depression is something that human beings have evolved with and it may very well be one way of coping uh, with different things going on in our lives. So I hope you found today's podcast helpful. And uh, if you are challenged by depression, by all means, reach out and get some help. So thank you so much for listening. I look forward to our time together when that happens next and take good care of yourself. Bye. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Ted in Your Head. If your bad habits and limiting fears and beliefs prevent you from achieving the success you want, it's time to take out the trash, talk some truth, and transform your mind. To learn more about how Ted can personally help you win at life and business, visit www.tedmoreno.com. That's www.tedmoreno.com. Thanks to Dimitri Rosti and Isaac Taylor for their help in producing this podcast. See you next time on the Ted in Your Head podcast.